welcome to The Brain Factor, hosted by myself, Joy Riddle, and Laura Hawley. We're a part of Meridian Behavioral Healthcare, where we believe that wellness is within everyone's reach. This podcast is a conversation about what research-based protective factors look like in real life. Our hope is that you'll walk away with something that you can use in your own life and have had some fun with us along the way. So let's get started. Welcome to The Brain Factor. I'm Joy, and today Laura and I are going to be talking about goal setting. You know, it's December now. And a lot Mm -hmm. of things are going on and there's going to be a lot of us thinking, oh, what are my resolutions going to be like? And thinking new year, new you. So what's that going to look like? Mm, Okay. Well, first, I don't like new year, new you. So I'll say that right off the bat, right? Because I think the old you is just fine and you just need to love her better, right? So I, I think um, I think that's uh, one of the places where we go wrong. And I, and I know you don't disagree with me on that. I do not that. disagree with you mm-hmm. on that. Actually, the last New Year's resolution that I made was somewhere in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. I just cut those things out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last resolution that I made is the most effective one that I ever made because I had this pattern of setting all these things up and setting myself up for failure, making all these resolutions every year and they're not realistic and you're going to change the whole world and your whole self. (laughs) But in the late 90s, sometimes I said, you know what, this is my New Year's resolution. I am never making a resolution again. Done. I love that. I have kept that one all these years. I've never <laughs> broken it. I'm like so successful. I went out on a high note. That's a win. Hashtag yep. win. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I just think um, with resolutions, I don't fundamentally, I don't think they're bad. Right. And we'll mm-hmm. unpack that a little bit here in a minute. But I think the expectations, you know, we talked about expectations yeah. last month too, but I think the expectations around um, resolutions and you described it perfectly. Like you set them and then you fail at them. And then, you know, there's just this unrealistic expectation that you're going to wake up, you're going to go to sleep one day and wake up the next day different be a whole new person. Yeah. And I'm good on with resolutions on their face as mm-hmm. well. I'm not good with the new year's resolution. Yeah. I mil- may still make those same types of commitments, but if I think that I need to change my nutrition, I can do that in March. Sure. Or November. And even I don't saying need like, to wait for this, this is the year arbitrary day. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you making that sort of time bound mm-hmm. because it, it, and it's a fine line because yeah. if you're, if you're truly authentically choosing that, I think there's more power in that. Mm-hmm. But the problem with January 1st as the start date, yeah. right, is that that was chosen for us, right? That's mm-hmm. just this whole like, well, it's New Year's and it's New Year's resolution. It's the first day of the year and that's when it's going to start. You know what they say the most popular day to start a diet on, right? Is Monday. Monday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It is always, oh, so I messed mess it up. up. I'll get back on it in Monday. Monday. Yeah. So yeah. like, you know, and I think it's that type of, of um, concept when we're talking about New Year's. Mm-hmm. And, and realistically, in this, this, you know, uh, references a little bit what we talked about last month, but you're coming off of a period of time where, you know, it's been chaos and, you know, maybe our self-care and our nutrition and our fitness and all that stuff, our routines have been disrupted at Mm -hmm. at a bare minimum. A bare minimum. Um, And (laughs) now all of a sudden there's just this, like somebody flicked a light switch and We've been up since past midnight the night before. Yeah, the ball dropped all, and of, all of a sudden. I'm going to be a whole my, new person. My best self yes. five hours later. Like, that's not <laughs> real, right? So, so I do think that that's, that's an issue. And, and even just fundamentally, the whole idea that you have to be different. 
right? You know, mm-hmm. people will ask, you know, still as a society, we get asked like, well, what's your New Year's resolution? Well, what are you going to do this year? What are you gonna, as though we're, you know, bound by our accomplishments and defined by our accomplishments yeah. and, and, you know, you are enough just as you are. Yeah. Uh, and whether you accomplish something or not, yeah. um, that's, that's, that doesn't have to do with your enoughness. And yeah. I think that's a very important message to send. But then the other side of that coin, right, is how do we, this is a new leaf. This is a new beginning, right? And and sometimes those are natural starting points. Yeah. So how do we take advantage of that if it's what we want to do in a way that isn't um, toxic, for lack of a better word, right? Yeah. What does what does that look like? You you kind of touched on that a little when you said like I can do that in March. Well, I, I can do, do that anytime. So if I want to make plans to change my career or anything like that. I can do that at any time of the year. Mm-hmm. I can set a goal and I and I think one of the good parts of doing it that way just doing it whenever it makes sense in your life is not that you're not pushed up against this artificial ball dropping deadline. It's mm-hmm. it's time to change, you know. Um and I think that we're also, as a society, we're really accepting of the fact that we're going to fail at that resolution because, you know, that's just how that shakes out. Yeah. Yeah. And at other times, we don't, we're not thinking, oh, how far am I going to get before I fail? Because it's really important, I think, to think about the fact that everything's a journey. None of it's a destination. Yeah. So how can it, it doesn't have a start, you know, like that and a stop. Well, and I think um, one of the things I, I'm reminded of, right, which I think would be a neat concept to apply here, you know, I, I work in prevention, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, in, in a lot of stuff is grant funded in the worlds yeah. that, you know, that you just came out of in the, in the world that I live in. And there's uh, uh, concepts that are very common in that world of building capacity and planning. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get something and it's it's for a for a 12 month period. Right. That first yeah. quarter might be planning mm-hmm. and building capacity. Right. But we don't do the same thing in our personal lives. Right. We just say that for day one, I'm going to be action. Yes. Let's go. Right. Yes. And we're going to we're going to take steps and we're going to yes. be doing things. Right. Yes. And we and we leave out that whole building capacity and planning mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Uh, and I think that might be a neat approach that I hadn't thought of before, that if we say like, you know, a little, there's a little self-reflection at the end of the year around this time, like, what do I want next year to look like for me? What, what's the next step for my life? What are some things I might want to, um, you know, what's that next journey, right? And then we get an idea of what it looks like. And then, you know, January, the holidays yeah. pass, it's a new year. Now let's start planning for that. Let's start looking at that. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe action comes later, right? Mm-hmm. But this is the year I'm going to look at that. Yeah. Uh, and what does that look, you know? I started, like? you may, made me think of, I started working with like a nutrition coach some time ago and it was funny. I first started with her and she's like, okay, for the first two weeks, I just want you to increase the amount of water you drink. I'm like, You're like I'm paying you what for is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, she's <laughs> like, no, that's all I want you to do for the first two weeks. Just mm-hmm. drink more water. I'm like, but I did this and da 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 and this and that and the I other thing. My whole meal she's plan. Like, <laughs> yes, I want everything. I want to know it all right now. And she's like, I'm going to give you some good advice. So at the time I was a senior vice president. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're a senior vice president. You want everything to happen all at one time, all the time. But your body and your life is not like that. Ooh. I'm like, okay, I don't like you anymore, but I really like you. Yeah. <laughs> so 
it was just, it was a really interesting approach. She's like, we've got a lot of time. That's what happens. People try to change everything at one time and yeah. you just set yourself up for failure. And that's the thing. I, I think when you do that, mm-hmm. it's not, clearly not going to go according to plan, right? Mm-hmm. It would be the perfect image you have in your head. And then you, I think that lends itself to people quitting. Right. There's this sort of all or nothing approach with our goals sometimes, particularly when they're associated with New Year's and New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. where it's like everything's going to be perfect starting on the first. And this is what we're going to do. Because it's a magical time. Yeah. We're not going (laughs) to falter. It's, you know, magic pixie dust. And then the moment there's a problem, um, we quit. We fall apart. We say that didn't work. Yeah. Right. It didn't work. I failed. Whereas we just need to. Mm So there's, you know, if you keep your mindset on focused on your goals, there's a natural like pattern of motivation Mm -hmm. and it waxes and wanes. And when we start something new, we're all gung ho, we're in it, we're motivated, but that Mm -hmm. quickly goes away. So you have to have some discipline. Yeah. To carry you through those times and the motivational come back, you know, just mm-hmm. think about your life with things you're like, I'm going, I'm going. And then you're like, oh, no, no, no. And then you're going and going and going again. And when that happens, just you being hear, prepared, yeah, mm-hmm. you hear people constantly say, I'm so glad I stuck with it. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and so that's always a positive. The motivation does return. We see evidence of that. Yeah. It's a positive to stick with that. But um. But I think like you're saying, being prepared for that, like planning for that, know that going in, know what trying to make change actually looks like planning for the fact that there are going to be days when you don't want it the same way you want it right now, that there's going to be days when you feel like a failure, that there's going to be obstacles that are going to either real or perceived be in your way of reaching those goals, right? And and give some thought in that planning and building capacity mm-hmm. phase. Uh, what could those potential obstacles be and how might I um, work around them when and if they do show up? Yeah. Right? Just because if I follow the research, probably about two weeks in, my motivation is going to dip. Done. It's Done. not it's new and over. exciting anymore. So at that point, over I have to be prepared with some discipline and some strategies mm-hmm. to get me through that period of time. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I think that that's uh, absolutely valid. We've got a plan for um, obstacles, but also I think like, how do we define success on any goal? That's a is a point. huge and overlooked step for a lot of 100% people. perfection. <laughs> How does someone other than joy define success? <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Like, like a normal person. <laughs> but yeah, that's what we do. Or or we're so vague about it. Yeah. We're like, I'm going to be healthier. Right. Exactly. Oh, okay. well, what, what does, does that, that mean? mean? Yeah. yeah. What does it mean to you? Yeah. You can't yeah. focus on 100% perfection. Mm-hmm. That just... That's just setting you up for failing. That's where back, like you just mentioned a little while ago, the all or nothing thinking. Right. It's like, well... You know, if I have this cup of coffee, that's it. It's all over. Yep. I'm going to be a coffee drinker for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why I've, I've heard, um, and I'm not, you know, total disclaimer, not a dietitian, but I have heard um, that argument from dietitians against cheat days. Yes. Right. That yeah. like, it's not, um, you know, it's not that's negative connotation, like cheat, like I'm doing something no. wrong. Right. Yeah. There's just an overall big picture of, are you increasing your health and yeah. positive nutrition and wellness, you know, and, and you look back on that and that's going to have some moments that are better than others. Yeah. And, and I've, I've actually, I've looked at, um, a 
type of program recently, and they call those boost days. Oh, nice. Yeah. So <laughs> you're boosting your, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's boosting your metabolism. It's boosting, you right. know, your carb levels or whatever it is. I'm no longer doing something bad. I'm not doing anything bad. It's a boost day. This is awesome. Yeah. Let's party up and then get back right, you know, on track the next day because you're off that boost day after that happens. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. It's just a different goal for the day. Just giving me a motivational boost, a nutrition yeah. boost whatever it well, is. Well, and, and we've talked a lot in different contexts than this, yeah. but we've talked a lot about language and how mm-hmm. language is so important yeah. and what we say and how we communicate and the word choices we use and how they can sort of um, uh, sway a situation or an emotion mm-hmm. or a feeling or reaction. And I think when we're talking about our goals or nutrition or any of that, I, that word choice is a negative connotation. Is it a positive connotation? That's yeah. that's important here as well. Yeah. Well, because a cheat day makes me feel guilty, but a boost day. Like I'm, I, that's I'm fun. accomplishing something. Yes. I'm, I'm, I have boosted. It. Yes. I have boosted. <laughs> like, like, great. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I, I think that's, I think that's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I think defining success, no matter what that looks like is, is, is a critical overlooked step where we want to say like, what is success? You know, if I'm sitting here a year later, whether I've started in January, February, March, if, whether I'm planning this in December, right. But it's, you know, let's fast forward 12 months and yeah. let's say, how will I know this was successful? Right. Yeah. And sometimes it is, um, really defined and measurable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I love your example. Like I was successful in not setting any more resolutions Absolutely. because I didn't do that. Right. So like, there's something measurable there for mm-hmm. you. And, and I know I'm going to say something that goes against everything you've ever heard about goal setting. Cause I know it's supposed to be measurable. That's yeah. like, you know, one goal setting one one but I think when it comes to things that are typically new year's resolutions, mm-hmm. um, the measurability can be a little looser. I don't want to say it's absent, but if it's like, it can be in terms of more or less than where I am now, right? I want to have made progress in this particular area. And that area might be a measurable area, but you know, we don't necessarily when it's personal goals have to put numerical values on it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, The same way we would for like an academic goal or a professional goal or something like that. Yeah. We're not trying to have to have something in my mind about what that looks like. Right. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, you know, my, my daughter's an actor, right. And so one of the things it wasn't necessarily a new year's resolution, but one of the things she looked at for 2020 was, um, you know, I want to, uh, I- increase my callback percentage call yeah. back as you go to an audition. And if they, you know, the next step, they pare it down and they call some people back and she wanted to increase her callback percentage. Right. But she didn't say by like 20% or I want 50 yeah. because there's so many variables that right, go into right. that line of work. Right. And so she's nearing the end of the year. Here we are. And she's looking at it and she did. She got her, her callback percentage was. I know your daughter. I'm sure she got it. Than she it was last mind. year, right? Yeah. But it was freeing for her to not put a numerical value on that mm-hmm. because she met with success. But what if she increased it by 40%, but her goal was 60% or 50%? Yeah. She would have felt like she failed. Right. When really it All was you to needed move the was needle. one more. Yeah. Right. One more like, callback. Oh, I missed it by one. Like, no, yeah. you didn't. You had a successful year where you accomplished what you set out to do, mm-hmm. you know? And I, and so that's why I say I hesitate with numerical values um, being necessary. Not that I hesitate to have them, but they work for you. Use numerical values. Yeah. Right. But I think with personal goals and resolutions, um, it more or less works. Okay. Yeah. Increase, decrease works. Okay. Yeah. You know, we're still have something that's, to compare. That's measurable it to. though. Still, right. if you think about it, it's it an is. increase or a decrease. So it is, as know. long as we have a comparable, 
right? right? So mm-hmm. we know where we were and where we are, right. I, I think is important. And so, it, and some of that just goes to personality and character and what works for you and what helps keep you motivated is, is following the numbers going to freak you out uh, and make <laughs> you feel like a failure, right? Yeah. Is it freeing to just have it be more, less, increase, decrease? Or is that going to feel not motivating enough? Is yeah. seeing numerical progression going to speak to you more? So I guess that's really individualized Absolutely. for people and whatever works best for you. Some yep. people need need that. They do. Yeah. They do. And some people need um, uh, and consider this uh, some uh, le- um, uh, points along the way, points yeah. of success along yeah. the way. How will I know I am on the right track? Right. Yeah. And that's where I'm a fan of the 30, 60, 90. Right. Really looking at. So if I want this overarching long term goal one year, I want to be in a, you know, new in, position, increase yeah. this. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, then what a, in 30 days, how will I know I'm headed there yeah. in 60 days? What do I need to do in the next 60 days that I feel like will position me? To do that in the next 90 days, what do I need to, you know? And then well, we it sounds to me like you're doing goal setting in a very friendly way. Yeah. <laughs> a and very think, palatable way. And that's uh, that's the thing. Goal setting is um, something I think people get really excited about. Yeah. And we do too much and we set ourselves up for failure. Yeah. And I think we have to intentionally make it more um, palpable. I guess maybe I do that a little because sometimes what I do is, you know, I'm very digital for work and everything else, but I have a, you know, a regular planner at home for personal things and stuff like that. And when I'm setting some goals, sometimes it's just sitting with the calendar and writing on different days, what I'm going to do when I'm not necessarily, it's just process focused as Mm -hmm. a a size um, instead of outcome focused, I guess. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I, I do think that um, uh, along the way process can give us an indicator yeah. of what our outcomes mm-hmm. are going to be. You know, going back to the example with my daughter, she has a paper planner as well and um, wanted to, uh, you know, have one that showed the whole week. Right. Yeah. And then it has individual days, but there's a week. Right. Yeah. And so there's a spot uh, in the upper corner that says <laughs> notes. Mm-hmm. And in there, she would answer the question, what did I do this week to help support that goal I have for this year. Right. Right. And some weeks it was like, I didn't do anything. Right. right? And I was like, <laughs> okay. Right. Other weeks it was, you know, well, I took this class or I worked on this technique, right. Things that were going to make mm-hmm. her stronger to, in, to give her a better chance of being successful in some of those initial auditions. Right. And so, um, I, you know, really being able to then look at trends, then you look at your 30, 60, 90, and you go back and you flip through those pages and you go, you know what, more weeks than not, I'm doing, tangible, actionable items right. that are helping towards my goals or more weeks than out of not. Yeah. I need you to know, adjust. I have a friend who along the same lines of what we're talking about in that same paper planner, she takes one page and she draws like this graph, almost like a grid for the entire year. Ooh. And then days where she felt feels like she, whatever is assigned to it, she feels like it was a good day or she accomplished something. She colors in a little box green Oh, she and can then see she's got like boxes. a little so she can look and be, wow, OK, look at this. You know, if she's feeling a certain way, she can go, oh, well, you know, 80 percent of the time I was on track, even though I feel like I may not be on track at the moment. I know that I was. I love that technique. And mm-hmm. I think that's great for our visual learners. Right. So they can see. Um, uh 
you know, they can just see it. it. Maybe it doesn't have a numerical value, but you see this overwhelming thing of green, right? Yeah, because it, it builds and it's one grid sheet for the entire year. So she can see her whole entire year. It's pretty, pretty cool technique. I love that. I yeah. love that. So new year, same old you is great, yes. right? But how are you going to level up? And what does your process for leveling up look like? It doesn't have to look like anybody else's. It doesn't, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And you don't <laughs> have to be perfect right out of the gate. I think if we give ourselves a little grace and mercy going into the new year, mm -hmm. um, we'll be surprised at what we can accomplish. Thanks for listening to The Brain Factor. Joy and I are so thrilled to be having these needed conversations. We'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. So if you could drop a comment or leave a review with your thoughts or any requests that you may have, it would be appreciated. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Living a healthier and happier life starts with one step, and we're excited to be on this journey with you. Until next time. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of The Brain Factor. For more information on goal setting, visit positivepsychology.com backslash goal setting. Uh, have a healthy, happy new year. We look forward to seeing you next time when we discuss National Fun at Work Month in January.